Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boy, Zaheer, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell <no>. Welcome, <laughs> Welcome to, to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all right. Just know that it will be all right. It will be all right. It will be all right. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. So hit that hashtag. That's the number sign for you old people. M-A-R-S-H-A-S-P-L-A-T-E. Yep, that's it. Join the conversation. He's the one who who got... The lady accused him of not she didn't accuse him of rape. She accused him just of some weird behavior. Like they went on a date and... Did you hear about the story? Mm-mm. Okay. Oh, well, then y'all know what I'm talking about. So anyway, she accused, she basically accused him of making her feel uncomfortable in, okay. a, in a situation. Like, she felt like she was forced in a situation, but not raped. Like, it wasn't rape. Like, she said she did it, but it was because of the pressure. Girl. But a lot of men do that. A lot of men do that. And I, th- I feel like a lot of women will kind of just go with it like okay i'm gonna let you do this but i'm not gonna fuck with you again because i feel like if i don't let you do it you being so persistent so kind of rapey that i feel like if Uh, i don't let you that it might go to that yes but Uh, in their situation it wasn't rapey it just was it wasn't like as soon as she said stop like verbally said stop he stopped mm. and said oh no if i don't want if you don't want to do it but the, the point that you have to say stop. You have to say it. And so she did. And she admitted. She said, I did not kind of have some ver- nonverbal cues. But he kind of. And that was that was the gray area mm. in regards. But what oh. it was is like he was. Why, why I brought him up is he's somebody who is. <clears throat> he wear the Me Too pins. Time is up. Like he was. He calls himself a feminist. But then he was in this situation that was really problematic about being forceful and just weird not being forceful as in physically trying to rape you but just being really persistent see that's why i'm scared i'm scared to be to express my sexual side to women i am because i never know when the right time is well you shouldn't be expressing your sexual side (laughs) (laughs) but yeah basically (laughs) i think it does put everybody in the in a peculiar situation but what you got to understand is 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 what men have the environment that men have put us in is that we we have to talk about consent we have Mm. to talk about we have to talk about what we want to do and not just act on it we got to say hey is this i'm really feeling you is this what we doing can i do this can i ask for permission 
Right. <laughs> like, are we keep it sexy, but you get you, men Make not put us awkward. in a situation. Right. <laughs> no, I think the conversation no, just, is you just got to get consent. You, you got to get consent. Because some guys, <laughs> some, but some guys think like that. Some guys be like, okay, so you had me come over here at 2 o'clock in the morning just to watch a movie? You thought we were just going to come over here and watch a movie at 2 o'clock? I, I drove 30 minutes just to come over here to watch a movie, bro. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought you wanted to spend time with me. I really just wanted someone to hold me. I didn't want to try to get fucked. I didn't want to try to suck my dick. I'm not, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not. I wasn't. That's all I want. I just wanted to chill. And you said that you really like me as a person, so I thought that that would have been cool with you. Like, if you just wanted to fuck, then I would. You should have told me that 30 minutes before you drove over here. Yeah, you should have said that. I just came over here to fuck. Oh, well, if I would have said that, then you wouldn't let me come. Then you wouldn't be here. You're right. Then we wouldn't have this confusion. <laughs> we wouldn't have this confusion. <laughs> That's why conversation needs to be had. And so in your situation, you, when you want to express yourself sexually, the, the what you do is you ask, say, hey, I really would like to kiss you now. Can I kiss you? <laughs> so awkward. That's not awkward. That's romantic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's like. Because cool. sometimes you just that, want that things allows to flow and the body language to be read. But then <laughs> if you're reading the body language, just like she, the girl said, I thought my body body language was saying no no uh, no 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 but he thought my body language was saying yes hmm. so that's why you got to have the conversation you can't leave it up to make signals you can't leave it up to maybe i'm right about this maybe i'm right this is the time i'm trying to kiss let me give you an example so <laughs> i can't say this publicly um that's on some illegal shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me see. So I have a guy that I'm really, really close to. <laughs> really close to. Mm. And we were in a situation in Seattle over when Harvey was happening. I was in Seattle. And I, he's a trans guy. Mm-hmm. And I, and he asked me to suck my titties. <laughs> Can I suck your titties? Yes, and so oh my God. I, I, get on these areolas. <laughs> um, and I, in the moment right then, I was like, hmm, y'all know my situation with trans men. I always find them awkward late ones, and I, <laughs> I never, it never goes anywhere. So I'm like, okay, bitch, this might be the moment that something could happen. Maybe, so, just maybe. So don't be uptight. Just let go of the flow. <laughs> like, Tony like in my mind i'm like okay just go with it force yourself to go with it because you might not have this situation ever again so mm-hmm. i say sure go ahead suck my titties <laughs> so he get to sucking my titties when's it good <laughs> we my, talk about titties like uh, yeah, y'all to know. yes it felt good it, okay. i like this the sim, sim, simulation but then it got weird i can't tell y'all why why not? Not I can't tell you why. It's just like I can't. I don't know. I don't know what it was. The it, vibe, it's, the the vibe started to get real. The energy just changed. Yeah, something happened where with it you was with him. With how he was touching me. Yeah, it started to feel weird. I gave permission to suck my titty. Yes. Oh, I changed my mind. And in the <laughs> process of the moment, I changed my mind. Oh. And it wasn't because it wasn't like. 
it just started to feel weird. I can't tell y'all why. <laughs> I don't know I why. Tried, I can't pinpoint it. But it started to be weird. It started like he started to touch me in a way that was no longer turning me on. Mm. When it first started, it was like, ooh, this is cute. And it wasn't technique because he still was just stuck in my titty and it felt good. Mm. But it start. I don't know. I can't tell you why. I can't pinpoint the why. The sexual chemistry wasn't. It stopped being okay. Yeah. And and I, I don't know. I just I didn't. It started to be rapey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. It started to be real uncomfortable. I felt like I wasn't in control. I felt like I wasn't. Like you're not listening to my cues. Oh, he was getting carried away. Yeah, it started to be weird. And then because we we have me and him had discussed sex before and stuff that I wanted to try and do, he wasn't down to do. So he was trying to lead to some stuff that I wasn't down to do. And you see what I'm saying? Like, okay, now that I'm thinking about it and talking it through. That's what it was. So, <laughs> y'all do so, your dogs. Yes, y'all know I got some do's and don'ts. Like, it's some stuff that I want to try. If I'm in this situation, you is not going to use me and try some things with me but and explore my body. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to be able to try some things and explore your body. Mm-hmm. And he's more of the type of, you know, touch me not, motherfuckers. I don't want to get penetrated. I don't want to get paid out. I don't want to. I don't want to do stuff. And so. And then he's more, because he's a trans man, he likes to play, not play, but he likes to do the more masculine, aggressive role. And so he wants to strap up and plunge me with dildos. And I'm not really into that, baby. <laughs> Where your cake out with this 12-inch? With these, oh. these I, all this that. This hard I, I, plastic I have, dick. Uh, yeah, I don't feel all of that. Like I don't, I don't feel all of that. I barely want to get fucked by a cisgender nigga. So the fact that you want, you want to fuck me with this, with this strap on, I'm not interested in that part of the sex. And being that we've had this conversation before, we've had this conversation before. So I'm not, I'm not into getting strapped. You strapping up and you fucking me. I don't want that. Um, <laughs> right. You're not into me fucking the, you. The cool. Sexual chemistry so, wasn't there. Right. We talked about it already. So now uh-huh. we are in this situation where you asked me to suck my titty. So we're going entering into a sexual situation, knowing that we are not sexual sexual compatible. Mm. <laughs> right. So make it awkward. So it's making it awkward. Does this titty sucking feel good? Hell yeah. It feels great. But you're trying to lead it to what you like. Mm. And I already told you I don't like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're being touchy-feely in a way that I don't like. You are trying to lead. You want to go to the bedroom and do some weird stuff that I don't like. <laughs> that's leading to shit that I don't like. So we already talked about this. So now I got to clam up. Because I'm in a space where I really want the experience, but I want the experience on my terms. Mm -hmm. But being that we already talked about it, I know that it's not going to be, it's not, we're not going to like it. So why you let him suck your titty, Diamond, if you knew y'all wasn't going to do nothing, girl? (laughs) If you already knew y'all wasn't sexual combat, why you pop the titty in his mouth? Well, why he asked me to suck my motherfucking titty if we had the conversation? I don't know. Shit. I wanted my titty suck, bitch. 
<laughs> it was he asked to suck it. We were in a romantic. <laughs> the moon was shining. There was you fucking. Were we were under this tree. There was a pear, pears falling oh. around us. Oh, we could see the mountains. It was romantic. That is sickening. Right, and he asked to suck my titty. <laughs> And I was like, sure. (laughs) I just, it got to the point where he was trying to, because he's the masculine one, he was trying to lead to stuff that I don't like that stuff. So, no, you're, we already talked about this. No. And so it awkwardly stopped. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Once he felt that vibe, he stopped. But this is after Many minutes. Many minutes. <laughs> it felt like 30, but it probably was only five. <laughs> of awkward, uh, no, this is, no, stop. Mm-mm. And it was awkward. So, I don't know. It, it, it was, it's in that moment that we should have had some conversation, and it was awkward. And You don't and think I, you could have swayed him. You know, sometimes it just takes people to experience something different. No, I don't know because, and I think that the problem is I am, I'm weird. I'm sexually weird. Oh, girl. Well, not well, in is it re- because you can't say it's weird because it's something different. Everybody's different. You're yeah. not weird. I mean. I, uh, let me see. Um, how do I language that? Mm, I okay. So, like, say I'm with a cisgender male. Mm-hmm. So do we? We can. You mostly a top is what you're trying. No, to say. I'm not. Oh. That's the that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> that and that's what it is is oh. I am a bottom but I'm really oral so I like oral on me and I like oral to give oral to people so I and, and but I'm re- like I'm more oral so I guess I wouldn't even fit top or bottom like I like oh. oral sex like I like oral sex better than penetration oh. either way whether I'm on top or on bottom I don't penetrating somebody me penetrating them isn't really something eh, you like forward I, to. Not it's not gross. It's not bad. Yes, does it feel good? Yeah, but it's not my favorite part of sex. Penetrating somebody, getting penetrated, I feel the same exact way. Does it feel good sometimes? Yes, it feels love sometimes, but sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I don't like it. Sometimes I don't want to do it. And it's the both of the. I think about topping and penetration, topping and bottoming, in the same exact way. But the oral part is what I really like. Uh, so when I when we uh, when I'm in a situation with a guy like a like a cisgender guy, I like for him to be aggressive in his approach to me. Like he uh, takes the lead, and as soon as the sex start, I control it. Huh? Like I control where it goes. <laughs> so what happens is. You the usually the dude who has who is really great at leading sex is the one who really is great at controlling it too. Mm. They don't know how to switch it, and my problem is that I'm a switch person. Mm. Like I I like you to be <laughs> aggressive in starting it, but I like you to once you start it, be let submissive. me control it. Not be submissive, no. So, so you I need just to control what's going on. I control Aggressive. where we go. Right. Like I control the positions we get in. I control <laughs> what we do. Yeah, you may be the top, but I'm the one who bent my big ass over and let you plunge me. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. I decided that we're getting in doggy style. Right. I decided that I'm we getting it 
I'm getting on top of you. You are penetrating me, mm-hmm. but I decided what positions we being in. Gotcha. Um, I decided when the oral stops and we go to the penetration. I decided these things. I decided that that's enough of you eat me out or that's enough of this. I decided where we go. That's so one-sided, Diamond. <laughs> but and right, so sometimes, <laughs> so, sometimes dudes like that. There's some dudes who like you to take yeah, control. Yeah, there is. So, and that's fine, and they mm-hmm. okay with it. So usually, I have the best sex with people who are aggressively lusting after me. Mm-hmm. So they that like to women to take control. So when I meet a mm-hmm. dude who's really lusting and they go after me really hard. But they like me to take control. Those are the people who I have the best sex with because they'll lust and go after me. And then once we have sex, I can just control it. And they're like, oh, my God, yes. So but usually the trans men that I have been in intimate spaces with, they think that I want them to be like a cis man and what they think a cis man does. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So they try to be this aggressive manly thing and i don't want them to be feminine yeah but that gray area with both trans people it's like y'all both come with those two worlds and it's like what the fuck yeah what we (laughs) think that this is supposed to do right so and i think with him he's coming to me in a way that is first of all comfortable his way Mm-hmm. and what he thinks I'm used to or what he thinks I want from him. Uh-huh. And there's a certain level of submission that I do like from a guy. Mm-hmm. Yes, he may be the top in the situation, but I'm the aggressor when we're having sex. Gotcha. He may be fucking me. He may be the one on top, literally. But I'm the one that put us in this position and said, nigga, give me that dick. <laughs> you see what right. I'm saying? That's the And that's the balance. So I don't always... I don't always have the, that um, dynamic. That somebody with that kind of balance who know how to switch the roles, and it's it's not just with cis men. I mean, not just with trans men. Cis, some cis men is like that. Some mm-hmm. cis men will come in and they'll lead and be aggressive and think that I'm gonna go with their aggression through the whole thing, and it's awkward as fuck, and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Like it feels rapey. It does, and I don't like to be the feeling of domination. Is what I don't like. I don't like you the leave feeling. The experience of, like yeah, some women damn, like I that. And some women like it. Yeah, I have my homegirl. She's my Facebook friend Tia. She's like that. She likes to be slutted out yeah. and dominated. I and can't. I am not that. Like I can't even suck dick on my knees comfortably. Oh, I can. I need to. Like I can, <laughs> but I'm not gonna be in that position for long. I will be. Yeah. I got, I've been in that position for about an hour before. Yeah, I don't yeah. only like to dominate either. I don't. Yeah. Really Ooh, like no, I need some balance. I don't like dom like <laughs> all this. <sighs> like saying too many bitches. Yeah, you must look. Yeah, no. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's too. Oh no, all that is like. So anyway, it was real awkward. So we're talking about consent, and so my consent started to change in the middle of the situation. My consent started to change with him. Like, I stopped wanting to be there. I stopped wanting to do it. So, did he listen to my cues? N- not before I s- directly said, mm, okay, stop. <laughs> now, when I was that. giving, my nonverbal cues weren't verbal enough. They weren't enough to say stop because this is something he wanted to do. So, I needed to say, 
okay, let's dive. I don't know, I ain't feeling right. Mm-mm. Okay, that was cute. I'm about to go in here and watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> Is it awkward? Yes, but, and he listened once I gave him the verbal mm. cue. But it's the nonverbal cue. I think I was in that situation that she was in where, well, not necessarily exactly, but where I had said yes to some things and then changed my mind in the middle. Mm-hmm. And, and some people feel like once you say yes, they're that's yeah, not that's like, not right. It's not sexy to me when somebody don't have their cons- like when y'all don't have each other consent. Like yeah, that's that? not sexy at all. Yeah. So, but there are people who think like if you say yes, there's no is yes, back. it's no going back, right? So. And that's the problem. It is, I can say no in the beginning. I can say no in the middle. And I can say no, never again. This won't happen again. So I don't have to have sex with you again if I said yes once. Um, I don't have to continue having sex if I said no in the middle. And I don't have to have sex if I said no in the beginning. I get to decide. That's just what it is. That's what consent is about. So we're talking about shit, family secrets. We just watched a documentary by Yans Ford, Yancey Ford. He's nominated for an Oscar tonight. Yes! (laughs) The first black trans, well, the first trans person, period, to be nominated for an Oscar. That's awesome. You that's know? dope. That's dope as fuck. So um, and I don't understand why, like, it's not everywhere. Like, it had like the only way I would have known about it is Diamond told me. Right. So we're gonna get into that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we were talking about family secrets, and I was telling them that I almost was put up for adoption. So my grandmother, because my mother was young, and when you're young, you know they like get an abortion or give it up for adoption, mm-hmm. da da da. But my family is kinda quasi religious. <laughs> Very like mm, kinda religious sometimes, kinda not. <laughs> All that kind of stuff. It just depends on the circumstances if we want to put the Lord in the equation. <laughs> <laughs> so this was one of those circumstances. It's just not of the Lord for you to be taking getting an abortion. So give it up for adoption. Even though they never go to church. Anyway, it's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so my mother, my grandmother, that was everybody around my mother except for my grandmother. My grandmother was like, eh, don't trade places with what I've been through, <laughs> basically, because she didn't give my, she didn't give my mama for adoption, but she did give my mom to her mother. Oh. And it was a mistake. And cause she was a, my great grandmother was abusive and like, mm. like late, like horrible, unimaginable abusive. Like I remember my co- uncle told me that she hung him up on a cross and what? whooped his tongue with a water hose. That water kind of, a, that kind of crazy abusive. And it was rooted in religion. So like she would make them stay up all night and pray and read the Bible, but beat them shit like that. Oh like gosh. it was, it was all rooted. That sounds like hell to me. My mother, my mother was never a virgin because she was molested her whole childhood. So she, the idea of a virginity was never a thing. Mm-hmm. So because they believed that my grandmother was selling, my great grandmother was selling them to men. 
So that's the type of abuse that my mother went into. So my grandmother was like, no, you don't want to give your baby up because you don't you don't know where they're going. I even gave you up to your, my grandmother and it was and it was a mistake for me and I, that I regret or whatever. Anyway, so my grandmother was like, no, don't give your baby up. <laughs> and so when I was born, my mother tells a story so beautiful when I was born. She was good. Like they had the papers ready and everything for her to give me up for adoption. And my grandmother forced the doctor to let, cause you, I guess, I guess the rule of something in Indianapolis was that you don't, you don't get to see the baby or you can choose not to see the baby or something like that. If you're giving it up for adoption. And she said she had chose not, she told them she didn't want to see the baby. Like she just wanted to sign the papers over. She didn't want to have that kind of, bond or attachment she wanted to um just not see me and my grandmother forced them oh wow my grandmother forced them to um bring me into the room Mm -hmm. and lay me next to her look at your baby basically (laughs) and my mother um my mother said baby she knew the right trick to do (laughs) <laughs> she said, because when I saw you and how beautiful you were, just a fat little high yellow baby, <laughs> when my eyes were blue. So in a family like mine who is like color struck and they from Mississippi, so the colorism is deep and thick, oh, <laughs> deep and thick. Baby. Her seeing this high yellow blue eyed baby come out of her, somebody who traditionally is, you know, she's not dark, but she's a brown girl. And who I just described you the what she went through as a child. So she yeah. had self-esteem issues. So my mother says for for me to have something come out of my body that looked like you, it told me some it gave me some type of esteem about myself. Yeah. Like I can't be too ugly if I created this. Oh, that is dope. And so she she had this just an attachment to me and even from a young age she just always had it she's always had a um you know she just treated me like a baby doll (laughs) 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 like she just really did she didn't dress me up like no girl or nothing like that but as far as when her me being young she was really extremely protective like people couldn't watch me people couldn't spank me people couldn't because she felt like you know people spanking you would allow them to have the power to put fear in you. And mm-hmm. if something happened, you won't tell me because you'll be scared that uh, you'll get whooping get or get in trouble. She says, I don't want anybody or you to think that anybody can whoop you mm-hmm. <laughs> except for me, right. <laughs> which is good. Because I knew anybody didn't need don't to touch me. me. Don't touch me. By the way. Don't to to my I tell my mom. <laughs> <laughs> like right. I remember my grandmother, the one who abused my, my my not my grandmother, my great grandmother. So this is my mother's grandmother. So when she got older, she kind of calmed down, mm-hmm. and she um my mother for whatever reason would let me. Oh, my mother had a job and she didn't have a babysitter, so she let her babysit me. Huh. And she said she didn't worry about it because she had changed. Like something about her had changed. Mm-hmm. She, Cause she had went to prison for nine years for she, your mama, not my mom, my oh. great grandmother. She had went to prison for nine years for killing a baby. Oh, oh hell no! All these stories. Hell no! <laughs> hell no. I be so, scared of. So yeah, but <laughs> how she kill? Oh, because of the bees. 
No, 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 no. It wasn't that. So my great grandmother was, you know, the root worker of the neighborhood. She was the the girl that did the magic. She was the priestess. Not necessarily a priestess, but oh, when you needed some stuff that the Lord, you can't voodoo. Yeah, what's the name? Bring you some hair over. We gonna bring up a jar. We gonna plant it in your yard. Some cow's tongue. Some wood sticks. <laughs> you know, she was the root worker too. So it's a really complicated. My family has a really complicated history. If now that I'm sitting think about it, yes, really complicated history. It's really colorful. Really colorful. Really colorful. <laughs> <laughs> so what you were talking about when you said root, but now root work, I'm gonna yeah. put a. But see, I'm when I think of root, I think. I think of the slang when they say put a rut on you. Yeah, a rut. Thing. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> so she was that girl. So a, a mother had came to her with some situation and she didn't do what she was supposed to do right. What my the instruction that my great grandmother gave it to her wasn't done right and the baby ended up dying. And so they went she went to prison for her for nine years. Mm-hmm. So anyway So I say that <laughs> because we're telling all these secrets mm-hmm. and my mom you know, my mom saw me and was like, oh, my God, I'm not giving my baby up for adoption. So mm. I'm here. Mm. <laughs> she didn't give me up for adoption. And that's what it was. So I said all of that because we were discussing, like, all family secrets. Right. And in regards to how something can affect our lives and affect us really, really deeply. Just like in the film, this one incident really changed the 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 direction of their lives Mm -hmm. the father got a stroke a year later from the stress of course Mm -hmm. the mother didn't she go into a coma she went into a coma towards the end of the film i don't know if she ended up surviving or not that's something i would want to know heartbreak the yancey he's a trans man and so not being able to grow and tell your brother who you really are Mm -hmm. um the other sister being connected with him saying you know this first person who told me i was pretty mm-hmm. <laughs> um i think and how the lack of justice really just ravaged them yeah because the it's just family. like it's just like a regular schmegular family right know. that's a, but on on most level a successful family yeah, right they got they a homeowner uh, yeah. mother was a teacher Principal, principal, point. exactly. And then she um, went to, I think it's Rikers Prison. Was it Rikers? And started a program organizing work, right? <laughs> Doing organizing work to for to better the women in the prison, and just a success all around. I'm a yeah. homeowner. I'm living the American dream. My right. raising my family in our home that we own, that mm-hmm. we still own, in in a in a town in the city in Long Island. Mm-hmm that was segregated from a time that it was, it was segregated mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. and they didn't want us there. And so, um, they were living the American black American dream really. Right. And then here comes this random situation. Now, uh, it seems like, I don't know if I didn't, I didn't clock it, but it's like he was being a bully to the boy. Who? Um, what I seen, I don't, at first, I thought that way. At first, because what he said was, 
um when the what's the Williams what was the name Ward Williams mm-hmm. or whatever the guy name was he had a a car accident with them right right then they said they was gonna fix the car and he went over there try to get the no he went over there to see if they was gonna fix it and I guess some exchange words and then he tried to he broke a vacuum and tried to throw a door and they were kind of spooked by that right so I thought when he came back the second time they was kind of like okay. What are you going to give now? Because the boy that he was talking to on the phone had cussed his mom out. So they was like, okay, right. you gave all that. So when you come back the next time, I think you might really, really try it. Right. But I didn't hear the last part to the mm-hmm. scenario. Because at first I was like, well, maybe it was self-defense because he was giving it. He was kind of agitated. Right. But then they said that the boy that called the cussed the guy out. Cussed the mom mm-hmm. out. Cussed the mom out. They said that he was just in the back minding his business when he came up there to get his car the last time. Mm. And he just came out, poked his head out, and then went back to the back. And when the guy came inside the garage, he shot him. Right. Yeah, I don't know. That part, the shooting part, the that part could be witchy. Like, you were going in there to be bully about this this car so it could be a self-defense thing it could be you just got wore out because they are late it could be multiple things but the injustice is that the police came and they didn't do do shit shit what they were supposed to do somebody was killed here you didn't lock anybody up they they took them to a limo like but no it was the fact that they didn't even treat them as if they were victimized they treat them as they treated them as if they were a suspect to a crime or something right the dude the black mm-hmm. boy yeah. and his friends yeah he sh- shrugged it off basically yeah and then let that boy just sit there dead for real yeah and no justice at all at just all. Re- and then it just affected his family so horribly it so seems it, the the film gives off a very haunting type of vibe to where you could really feel the stillness and the emotion with all the pictures it was yeah. beautifully shot right like it, the lighting the how everything how i can see why it's nominated it was a it's right, an art right. it's a work of art right and so how he is putting the pictures up like different pictures of his brother of his mm-hmm. of himself of the mother of the sister of the dad and different videos remember when he was at the graduation mm-hmm. and that kind of um it was out, beautiful. Yeah, it pulls yeah, it out that compassion and that normalcy. Like you right. killed a normal human being, never did drugs, right? Alcohol, nothing. Just a protective person. Of course, like he gonna feel some type of way. You cousin out his mama over the phone, like. right? Cousin out his really. And then you hit the mama. car. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like. But he didn't come. But he didn't come up there to twirl him about cussing out. When he went up there the second time, he was talking to a whole different dude. Not even the dude that had cussed his mama out. Right. The person that cussed his mama out was in the garage mind his business and poked his head out like hey bitch i'm here oh you want to twirl follow me to the back i'm about to shoot you t that's what i got mm-hmm. that's 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 when i was like you know what it was it wasn't self-defense it, you, yeah it's not it, it almost seemed like it was an entrapment like oh, okay i know you about to i know your temperament like a setup yeah yeah, yeah set up uh, my favorite moment like of the artwork was at the end where he he was, he, it was almost like poetic the way he was telling the story about him dying and you didn't know that fasting for 30 days that you wouldn't be here and right. how, how bad it would affect your, your family and the way he was just, at first we I thought it was a still picture, but he was actually just like right there right. Like telling the story. I thought that was just. I agree. Yeah. I think another, I like the element when they were going through, um, when she, when y- Yancey was reading the autopsy, mm-hmm. and she, 
and he was saying like, hey, the the lung, the liver, unremarkable, uh-huh. um, the kidney, unremarkable. So all these body parts on the inside, unremarkable. So he's telling you that everything on his inside, he didn't have no drugs. In his, there was no tracks on his arm. There was no drugs in his system. There was nothing uh-huh. to say that he was alcoholic, nothing to say that he used drugs. He just was a regular guy yeah. that got shot. Just a regular, protective, uh, family-oriented mm-hmm. dude. You right. Know what I mean? Like even if the the dude that shot him that was black, I'm sure it would have been a whole different, different outcome. outcome. But it's still, I still would have been like, yeah, he deserved to get justice served. Like I would still feel the same way because he was white. It was kind of just like, hmm, shrug. Right, yeah, another situation like yeah. that like that I we've been here before. Yeah, it's it, it just and, and just the fact that the quote unquote mechanic shot was just a chop shop at one point too so it, it make you think like these type of people that they were dealing with was already crooked mm-hmm. so what if they right. had set it up and then there was a 19 year old dude behind the wheel that hit him is that the dude that was cussing out the mom mm-hmm. what's his name mark was something williams mark something williams mark williams yeah, but the thing is, they said in the film that it was more so they was looking for uh, William William Ford's history, trying to find some way to criminalize him to make him seem like a monster, so they could justify the white boy, right? Being a white boy, but they and couldn't because yeah. he had never been in trouble. So it was like, but what th- the but fuck? that we know the history of that. We know that right. doesn't matter. Right, it's crazy. <laughs> it's that crazy. doesn't matter. It doesn't. Philando Castile, he didn't have no criminal history. He had a permit for his gun. He he acknowledged that he had a gun, and guess what? He's dead. Right. So, um, Martin. what's crazy yeah, is Skittles in a drink. What's crazy is at first I didn't used to really pay attention when I was in public because I gave off this light skin chick, you know, pretty blah blah blah. And now I be having to remember, like, now that I peep that whenever I walk to a store or something, people pay attention to me more. Whenever I go in places, people pay attention to me more. Sometimes people don't know what race I am, but I could, I feel like I, I have, I give off still black man, you know what I mean? Right. So, like, sometimes it makes me scared because it'd be like, oh, I'm navigating in a world where I'm a black male. I'm seeing this black male now. Mm-hmm. So there's no... There's no telling how I could be handled in certain situations when I'm just chilling. Mm. Or perceived. You know what I mean? Or yeah. just navigating the world as a man because navigating as a woman and a man is completely different. Exactly. Yeah. No matter and, what and your you race is. you said it, navigating as a pretty mixed-looking girl mm-hmm. to to go to a boy, tatted mm-hmm. up, yeah. you fit that image. Right. That, you know, could be dangerous, could be... Oh, scary. Yeah. People always be side-eyeing, like, when I Uh go into certain stores, and it's just like, oh, you work here? It's like, no, I don't fucking work in this (laughs) banshee-ass store. (laughs) Like, it's just, it's weird. It's way different. Mm. You know, it's an interesting topic, what you were about to say, as far as um, not knowing about Yandy's work. Yancy's work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... About w- him being nominated. Right. So, it, what's interesting, and I said this, and we talked about it earlier, is if this was a trans woman nominated for an Oscar, why did I have to wait till Oscar night to hear about it? It would be an uproar. If it had been Janet or Laverne If it was a Amaya. trans woman. Yes. It would have been everywhere. Exactly. So <laughs> because we silence the work of trans men 
or they black trans themselves. It's really brushed off. Like even to the fact, even to the point, I don't even be knowing what's going on. Like the Courtney guy uh-huh. that does all this work. It's just like I just kind of recently heard about him, Doctor Courtney. Thing, yeah, right? yeah, he does the. He did the. I told y'all he did the app where you donate your change to get people out of jail. Right, Find and it's awesome. Like yeah. And and he said something about it, which pointed it out to me, and I'm like, whoa, like this is true. Like, why am I? Why is it Oscar night that I am hearing about a trans man being nominated for an Academy Award? Like, really? Um, and I feel like I'm a person who has my ear to the street when it comes to shit happening because yeah. I'm usually the first person to hear about stuff. Yeah, the so. the ironic part about it is all the white trans men, the non-black trans men are put up front first and doing, like, seen very visible into the gay community, like, just in the cis-heteronormative community and here you go with this black trans man. I don't know where you hear about Oscar Knight with this Oscar nominee. Right. right. I don't know. He's an Oscar nominee. That's interesting. Mm. That's the irony. I hope he gets that. So what <laughs> I do too, it, even though it's probably over now, it's ten forty-five. So we would. Oh, we missed it. I don't know. Yeah, because we've been talking. <laughs> but what do you do about that? About visibility. Yes, of of them. Like, what do you do? Because I feel like so. Like, I don't know. I try to be intentional about it. Like, because I know, mm-hmm. so one of the reasons why you're on my show is to have the man experience. Right. That's one of the, one of the reasons. I try to, anytime I see, like, a, um, a link or a video or something that I can share about a black trans man, I put it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime I, I'm talking about a conversation, I include them. So... I try to do the work, but a lot of times I feel like I fall short and I don't know why because that's not my intention. Mm-hmm. I try to do the work and maybe I am doing what I'm supposed to do, what's in my power. But when I see somebody as like popular as Courtney um, calling it out, mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm, am I not doing enough work to put there? Because I share everything he does. I share everything that any trans man that I know, if you're doing something, I try to share it. But, um, I, I feel like you. I feel like you are doing your part, and we are doing our part. But I feel like trans. I feel like men. it's trans men that have to put you. I have yeah. to step up. Like y'all got to come out the shadows. Like it's way more trans men. I, what's the ratio trans women to trans men? Do y'all know? I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying. I ain't no telling. Cause like we just go stealth, like we just want that. I, and I think that that's normalcy. a problem. It's not. Bl- I'm not trying to blame y'all for the silence. Mm. I'm not trying to do that, but it's mm. just that it, y'all not getting killed. Like we not getting killed all the time. So you're paying it up. So we kind of just blending and just like I want a normal life. So you know. Yeah. That, and that's shitty because <laughs> that means that you're just like oh yeah it well, is. You know, I'm 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 blending in. I'm I feel sorry for you guys, and I wish there's something I could do about it. But you know, hey, we I'm we here. we uh, we speak out for y'all too, of course. But it's more so it's kind of just like we don't want our manhood taken away from us, and also people kind of dust it off, like cis hetero people like dust it off because it's more expected for a like it's more acceptable for because they still see us as women. You know what I mean? They still see so us yeah, so they just be like, that's just a stud. Like you know, that's a girl. You know, it's to be expected. You know. So do you? F- so 
do you feel like your manhood being compromised is more so than our womanhood being compromised? What you mean? Like when we're when we're not being stealth, our womanhood is compromised. We're like we're we're looked at just like a nigga. Like oh you you wasn't born with a vagina. Well. You're a nigga now. No matter how pretty you are, no matter how passable you are, mm-hmm. no matter how much you get through, I mean, it's still in the same right. But do you feel like your your manhood is? Um, I'm w- what I'm. I want to know why you ask that because, in the context of the conversation, the conversation of them being silenced, what relevance does it have to um, your manhood being mm-hmm. more? Um, uh, why they decide to go stealth more than us? Yeah, like, do you feel like your your manhood being compromised is is more so than a trans woman's womanhood being compromised? Is it like, oh my gosh, like, I like you're you're a feminine attribute, so it's like, okay, you know, y'all kind of deal with that, but I'm a man, and and you know, a man is at this is at, at this point at this peak, so mm-hmm. if my manhood's taken away, then I'm below. You know what I mean? Like, is, is it worse? Yeah, is it worse? Um, no, cause you like know you know you know what I just noticed though when you was just saying all that, um, I think it came to a point where we realized people live for us more than we thought what would happen what would happen because trans men have haven't really been that visible, so like seeing more acceptance is part because we knew like okay like trans women we knew that like men will be there for trans women well most of the time like there's men like attracted to trans women even women attracted to trans women so me it's like a big eye opener to see cis women like all types of people actually into trans men so i feel like we're getting a little more comfortable with um being able to navigate in society you know with people knowing and then we aren't getting killed at crazy rates so we i feel like we're progressing we really are progressing especially like Mm -hmm. Now I'm starting to see more trans models, and I'm starting to see a lot of popular trans men. So it's getting better, but um, the silence is like when you like when people think trans, the thing wait, is. Wait, wait, wait! Before we go there, mm-hmm. cause I, I we got back up because I'm you just went over my head. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no! You, I understand you. It's just <laughs> I, it's so opposite of my experience that I'm like, <laughs> really? So. Every trans man I know that transitioned, mm-hmm. maybe not you, but most, like okay, let's say 90% of trans men that I know, transitioned in a relationship from when they were a stud and they are with the same girl that they were with when they transitioned. Really? And the girl yeah, stayed that. with them. Yeah. And so for you to say that, like they're usually in relationships. So I'm like, how did you feel? Like there's women who like trans men too. But part of the reason is because I feel like women are more emotionally attached than physically. Mm-hmm. So, but but the thing is a lot of trans men stay with those women knowing mm-hmm. it can be toxic relationships and be abused. I've known a, tra- a trans man and a cis woman in a relationship right now is very toxic, but he feeling like, Nobody will really live for him or live for trans men and having his manhood taken away. He can't leave that toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's how it was for me, too. I transitioned in a relationship and I was like, no, like, I'm not going to force anything just because I feel like nobody else would love me. So that's part of the reason 
we still have that emotional connection for when we were like estrogen dominated. So it's just like that kind of just follows. But even though you're becoming a whole new person, it could become toxic. Mm. Like it's not even meant for you no more. You outgrow the person. Y'all outgrow each other. But they all, a lot of them make them see, make it seem like pretty roses and cupcakes and but that's not really the case a lot mm. of the time. But some people it works though. Yeah. So when you so like when you when you, when you go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, you you say this. It's not meant for you. You sh- you you've kind of grown out of that. You're talking about when you transition and you're already in a relationship, or it being toxic. Yeah, I I grew out of the person. Like it was like she was in love with like women. Like she's a lesbian. Right. But if she, but she was you fluid. You. Yeah, she was fluid though. Like she was fluid. She didn't like she liked me as a person, but I knew I outgrew her because I was on a whole different. Like, I don't know, a whole different wave. Like, I, I grew mm-hmm. out of her, if that makes sense. Yeah, that so sense. W- yeah. from my perspective, I see y'all being loved and being um, taken care of through your transition. Yeah, yeah, like way I more common than y'all. Yeah, we Y'all are more fetishized. That's why it's, like, the main focus is on trans women all the time. I mean, but y'all just started getting into porn. Like, y'all know, just, th- now. Like, just now <laughs> starting to have, like, a lot, like, and mainly all you see is white trans porn. Like, the the black guy's not so even boring. out there like that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, so well, boring. I'm just saying, like, that's where it starts at. Like, it starts as, like, a fetish. I feel like it's, like, that's when your your curiosity is. But like I don't you think see, that. Well, I'm not. I don't think that, that, is, that that's the reason. I think patriarchy, there's a, there's a remnant of patriarchy to there. So, for example, we are going to from male to womanhood womanhood is objectified way more than yeah. manhood yeah, yeah. so being that we are going from being male to being from supposed to be men to womanhood we're going into a realm of objectification we're go- going into a realm of patriarchal oppression So they're going to male privilege. So they're going to be less objectified. Right. And so that's what I was saying. That's so they're not going to be important as much as girls. Us. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) Remember the point I was making earlier and you was like, I don't understand what does Mm -hmm. this have to do with the conversation? Basically, you just answered the question. Mm -hmm. I couldn't say it like that. But that's Mm -hmm. basically what I was trying to say, that. That that's what makes it easier for them to be like, okay, I'm not gonna deal with this because I'm going to a place of privilege. Yes, most definitely. You gotcha. <laughs> that makes sense. That's what that that's why I feel like I need to be visible at the workplace where it's already colorful for we some back here. reason. We back here. <laughs> but <laughs> for real, because I'm tired of being invisible. I really am. Okay. So I don't know. I feel like I want to be part of the change, but I'm like, I don't really want to mess up my money. But like sometimes I just want to go to like trans spaces like here in Houston. I was um, going uh, to some place like every Tuesday Mm -hmm. and just being around different like seeing trans men that blended so well. It was just like, wow, like I wouldn't have clocked him. That's that's (laughs) a problematic (laughs) statement, but. It was just like it was cool. No, you as a trans person, you do that. When you're in a group full of like other trans people, you be like, "Well, damn, it's comfortable." You can just let her do it. Well, I do. I don't ever look at the girls like, "Oh my gosh, I wish I." Ooh, I'm hating on her because she's this possible. I, I give. Yeah, yeah that's it's real comfortable. So, mm-hmm. being in a workplace where it's that colorful, it's like, huh? Because it's like it's a, like it's a trans woman that's kind of in a higher up place there. 
and like she walk around and it's just cool. Like I just be wanting to say, hey, you ever met a trans man before? But I don't be want to be weird. But it's just like I just feel yeah. like I want to have <laughs> that. I don't know that that comfortability. I think you, are you looking for like your space? I don't know. I guess it's my privilege, you know what I mean? Mm. Being more accept because people be living for trans men more than I thought. It was it's it's weird. But then I think the reason why there is a um of course you guys narrative is getting a little bit more popular. So because you are a female bodied person, mm-hmm. You still gonna be objectified, yeah, because of course. You, you <laughs> may be leading into privilege when it as you present in the world as you socialize, but because you are a female body person and female bodies are traditionally objectified, yes, you still course. are gonna be fetishized just like with us. So like we're going to the realm of female bodyhood when we get our breasts and da 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 and presenting our pretty face, and then so like us, we we have everything that is focused on in porn. Mm-hmm. We have it. So we got the titties. We got Damn. the ass. And we got the dick. Okay. Yeah, but you know what's weird, though? And then what's weird, though, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. What's weird, though, is whenever men would approach me, they would always show me their butts or ask to see. Like, if they, like. This is if they don't know your tea? It's if they, if they do, even if they do. Mm-hmm. And these are gay men or straight men? Yes, gay men yeah. are more oh, in, intrigued with my male body more. Like, they're like, okay, you're attracted to me. I don't care if you have a pussy. Like, I've never eaten it before, blah, blah, blah. blah. Right. <sighs> but I'm We saying. are leading into the conversation <laughs> that I really wanted to have, but I wanted to bring some other people. But since we're going to lead into this conversation, I love it. So... <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna bring some other people in, but I guess we gonna have it. So, okay, this is what perfect. Was the, conversation? the conversation was about how do people why get into a situation with trans a trans individual? Why do people find trans individuals attractive? What is it about us? Because, all right, I want to know what is it about us that makes them want to deal with us on any level. So, and it's multiple reasons, but I want you guys to give me reasons that you have come across. So I started with one. God, I wrote it down, but I put it somewhere else, and I hate that I did. Give me my book bag. So let me see if it's in here. So I wrote up a list of things. Let's see if it's in here, and it's not. I wish I I could have wrote this list down. (laughs) Yes. So first of all, the first one that I wrote down, I haven't, I think I remember this one, is that we are a gateway to homosexuality. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that is so. Ooh, but no, that's wait, 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 stop, stop, stop. But it's the real tea. <laughs> so the reason why I say that, not all the time, but for some people, this is we are the gateway to homosexuality. So they are curious. They want to do something that's not far fetched, but they don't really want to go all the way. So mm-hmm. we are that happy medium. If you were dude, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you, if you're a, a straight male. And I'm curious about this. For some reason, you got the woman look that I'm supposed to like, but you got a penis. So I know this is real taboo and freaky and da-da-da-da. So I'm going to play with you, and it's going to lead me. I'm really gay. 
I really like men. I want to fuck with niggas. I want to fuck with niggas. I want to, I could just, eventually, I'm going to fuck with just a nigga. Yes, eventually it's going to (laughs) open. Long down the line. I'm going to mess with a nigga eventually, but you are my gateway. Just like they have gateway drugs. Marijuana is a gateway drug that leads people to other harder drugs. This is a gateway to homosexuality. Mm -hmm. So, I play with you, mess around, and then I see, oh, this penis stuff is okay. And, oh, then I lead to a more feminine butch queen. One with some long hair, a sissy, da-da-da-da-da-da. We go, and I deal with him. Then eventually I'm going to go a little bit further, and it's going to eventually get more and more masculine, and I'm going to just end up being with uh, just a dude. And sometimes they use trans women as a gateway to gay homosexuality. So... That works both ways. Another one. I don't know if, if that how how it works for you. I'm so I'm trans men, so I don't know. But I can see it being just the opposite. I think women um, could, would use you as a trans man to as their gateway to lesbianism. So it I'm could be you right. Never like know. oh, I like <laughs> men, and you look so much like a boy. But I'm curious about your body parts because mm-hmm. I want to. Do the lesbian stuff. You don't know how many times yeah. I got. I never dated a woman, but you are fine. Right, exactly. <laughs> that so so. That, that makes you a gateway. The <laughs> other one is this is their way they use us to reconcile sexual trauma or sexual experimentation. Oh my gosh. Okay, so <laughs> let's break it on oh down. Oh my gosh, so many stories, Lord. So I have an interview on my cha- on this um on this podcast called Conversation with a Trans Man. Trans Attracted Man, I'm sorry. Conversation with a Trans Attracted Man. Mm-hmm. And he talks about how he was molested when he was younger. And I feel like dealing with that trauma is what led him to be attracted to trans women. Was he molested mm-hmm. by a woman? No, he was molested by a man. And deal, and you know when you're molested, that can kind of warp your sense of sexuality, mm-hmm. especially if you're a boy and they're a boy, or if you're a girl and they're a girl. If you're molested, it can kind of warp your sense. So to reconcile that, maybe you liked it a little bit. Maybe it was wrong that it was happening to you, but sometimes it could feel good. I know that I've been in a situation where I, when I was younger, <laughs> that the people wasn't supposed to be doing it, but it felt good, and I didn't tell anybody. I've been in situations like that mm-hmm. with somebody who was 13 years old and I was seven or somebody who was 19 years old and I was 10. You Ooh. see what I'm saying? Like a situation where it was clearly, mm, yeah. this is kind of not right. But even with women, cisgender women, I had a, a cisgender babysitter that would have me humping on a little girl that she was babysitting too. She mm-hmm. would get us naked, play with her pussy why. We were humping. I didn't know Average anything about that. So confused, like what? Yeah, it was weird and stupid. Anyway, <laughs> so oh, sometimes they are just kind of dealing through that trauma and that weirdness and that like I got these feelings and I've been having these feelings since then and I kind of liked it and I want to do stuff to experiment and you are open and you you kind of like this trans thing so i know you've been through all of this and I you you sensitive you... you not necessarily that that kind of negative but like you can listen to me and i need somebody to listen to because i can't tell my friends i can't tell my girlfriends i can't tell i don't want to tell a gay man because i don't feel like i'm gay mm. but 
You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I can't, I don't have anybody to talk to, but you're beautiful. I'm attracted to you. And I can share with you all these things that I've been thinking. And so it opens up yeah, a some, world for them. For some yes. reason, people feel like they could be real open, open. with me. Exactly, because yeah. how are you, how dare you? How are you going to judge the trans person? So <laughs> right. they're really open to tell you everything. Right. So then we have sexual experimentation. Like they're exploring sexual experimentation. So say, for example, they were not molested by an adult, but they were exploring them and their friends maybe did something when they both were nine and it was piqued some curiosity in them, Mm. but they don't want to go all the way with a boy Mm. or they met a trans woman who transitioned when she was 13 and they were 13 and they did some stuff Mm -hmm. and it was hot. Oh, she sucked my dick. That's the first time somebody sucked my dick. And I was like, oh, my God. That shit is so weird. When people <laughs> tell, when people do that, like, I just had a story. Like, somebody mm-hmm. just told me that. Like, hmm. <laughs> well, it's not weird. Kids experiment. Kids it's experiment. It's weird, but when you are, like, 80, or, like, but not when you're 80, but when you're old, old, when you're... When you're like, oh, old, oh, okay, let me stop because we probably mm-hmm. got some older views. But I'm not, no, I'm no, for real. I don't want to discriminate because mm-hmm. you I'm don't want to be ages. Yeah, but yeah. when you're when you're at that age and you're you're reminiscing about when you was four and you were six and you were in a room with another four year old or a ten year old and y'all were wearing it out and you still having these dreams mm. and these revelations about it and it's still turning you on to this day. It's kind of creepy to me because like. Once you get reach a certain age, wouldn't you be like, okay, that was something that I experienced? No, but it's okay, not wait, 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 wait. So you don't have something from your past that's still affecting you today? Yeah, but I'm talking about reminiscing. Okay, that's in it. A lustful way that you haven't worked yeah, through. Like, you don't have something in your past that happened to you that you haven't worked through. It don't matter. It ought to be sexual, but anything from your childhood, because most well, people, in the, right? Most yeah. people in this world have something. It doesn't have, an, have to necessarily be sexual. It could be some type of trauma that you experienced as a child. Somebody dying, somebody molesting you, somebody beating you, somebody right. um, um, uh, moving a divorce. It's, it's something that had to be traumatized and that may have affected you when you were younger and you're working through it right now. Yeah, but when I was talking about, I'm talking about like sexually, like they're sexually attracted mm-hmm. to whatever happened at the time. Not like it, as a it child. affected them, yes, but they're still lustful about it. Like it's not traumatizing. You, you don't take it away. The spirit, you can't take the experience away. Mm. And 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 I, th- to me, in my mind, sexuality is such a, like a deep well that's like in the t- like, like you trying to take water. Okay, think about putting a sponge in water. And then putting it on the counter and trying to get that water out of the sponge. Mm-hmm. You can't do it because it's sopped up in there. Mm-hmm. You can't just take it out. Mm-hmm. It has to either dry out or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's a good analogy, but like it's sexuality is so ingrained in your mind in different parts of it and diff- through experience and through life, your life journey and life, what you do, that it's hard to just erase those. Those different parts to yeah, fit a be, certain mold. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be confusing me. Yeah. Like, because it'd be like, okay, I say I'm straight, but I dealt with men before, and I'm trans. And it's like, I've dealt with men sexually, and I've dealt with trans women. I dealt with cis women. But I dealt with everybody. So it doesn't fit. <laughs> like, sometimes your sexuality, because it has seeped and warped, and it's queer. 
<laughs> literally, it's queer that you can't really define it in these boxes. And so sometimes people haven't worked it through, especially sexuality, because it can be so hidden. It can be so um, clandestine and not... Um, not to the forefront. Like you can, I can hide, like if a man can hide that he's attracted to men for years and not yeah. act on it and nobody know about it. Mm-hmm. So he didn't, if he wasn't forced to head it, to face it, because he could just hide it. Mm-hmm. It's like a person who passing for black. Like they could, you know, they never had to deal with their blackness. We just talked about a woman who, you know, who she didn't have her, to deal with her yeah. blackness. Yeah. And, and so, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. I, I I think I don't think everybody works through their trauma or their sexual curiosity fast. Yeah. It sometimes I think that it takes some time. Depends it on. It could what take you. fifty years. My mother's. I told y'all how. At some point, my mother was really homophobic. Yeah, yeah. Then she then in ninety eight, she was with a lesbian. What? <laughs> and then find just out. magically exactly. Ain't no and telling. I'm like, you with a lesbian complaining about how she rubbing your pubic hairs off. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> by by the, however they have sex where they rubbing their pussies together. Oh, no, ma'am. And I'm like, <laughs> mama. <laughs> I'm like, wait. Like, uh, you went from homophobic to now you're a lesbian? Come on, girl. What what happened? Same thing with my aunt. She was Bible thumping, had the rudest. I told y'all about my aunt Georgia. Had some of the rudest mindsets about gays. And then fast forward to five years later, told me and my husband had a threesome with a woman. I think I like women now. <laughs> Baby. Do you, do you feel like um do you feel like either gender could be more sexually fluid than the other? Cause she just said gay men are more sexually fluid. Do you feel like it's gay men or do you, you feel said like gender? Yeah, I, do you feel like women like could be more sexually fluid? No, I think both I think of women. them are more sexually fluid. Huh? I think both are just more sexually fluid. So it's, you don't feel like it's a scale? I feel like sexuality fake. Everybody could the be. The boxes of <laughs> <laughs> Right. <Yes>. <laughs> so I, I definitely think women have the freedom in our society to be fluid. Yes. I, I yes. you know how many bitches I see on Snapchat, Instagram, rubbing each other booties, kissing and weird yeah. shit, and so be fucking a nigga the same night, and and, <laughs> and we will still view them as straight, as straight. right? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, that's just what it is. And um, but I think men, gay men, are really fluid because their culture is fluid. Their cult, they they break from the bondage of that male box by being gay. Mm-hmm. They bet not totally. Some of them don't at all. Some of them still try to act straight and da da da. But the ones who really break free from that male gaze, like oh, I wanted, I need to be acting like a real man. Once they break from that, they come into a culture which is the gay code, gay male culture that's mm-hmm. really fluid and free. It's nothing for a couple yeah, to be with two dudes, at three dudes at the same time. You, you had a Four friend two. that said uh, he he came off as a feminine black gay man to me then he said he was in the trans and i was like what yeah he lied so that that's interesting yeah so it, they just have a culture of fluidity but another thing don't. so let's talk about let's go back to the conversation since we wasn't want to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> the the other thing so we we say is a gateway to homosexuality mm-hmm. exploring oh. mm-hmm. um sexual trauma and sexual experimentation mm-hmm. and then what was the last one uh, okay, so the next one is 
financial circumstances. Hmm. What? So a nigga who is in dire need of a place to stay, mm. a nigga who's in dire need of some rent coins, money. some rent money, some survival coins, will go into survival sex with a gay male, with a trans woman, mm-hmm. with whoever that he feels, oh, I need a place to stay. Gay for And pain. I know if I let her suck my dick, she's going to live for me. Or I I let her, um, I make her feel like a real woman. <laughs> then she'll let me stay with her. Or she can give me some coins. Or, you know, the gay for pay type. Or shaking your pocketbook. A lot of girls Yeah, or you give me a place to stay and I can stay with you because I know you escort. And you make all this money. You can buy me my new um, PlayStation 4s and my Xbox Ones and, and make Jordan. me feel good in my Jordans. And I'm looking fly. They do that with uh, what society calls unattractive women right. as well. Exactly, oh, same thing. So so if you just hold happen, just like do, they do it to fat girls, they do it to unattractive women, they do it to people, simps. Foreigners. Like foreigners, yeah. Let me just put you in a situation. So financial <laughs> circumstances can lead them to exploring this. And that could pique something. And then it can be circumstances that are not necessarily financial. They could go to prison. And this is the closest thing to a woman, so I deal with it just to get a nut off so that's one way that can lead to um and it could be all of these all at once so i wanted to talk about that to see if you had any experiences to 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 add to that like did you have any experiences in regards to why because a lot of people say why would i mess with a trans woman why um why would i just be with a real woman or cis woman mm-hmm. they don't say cis woman they say real woman <laughs> i would just be with a real woman Why or would a, I woman a woman in general yeah a woman, a woman right a real woman a real woman a with a woman i would be with one right <laughs> with me so. with me i've always i don't know with me it's been more it's been less about what i have in my pants like it's been more so well whenever gay dudes would come to me it'll be like well i never tried pussy before but you are sexy as fuck and i always get that i've never tried women or i never tried pussy i never but you are just sexy so it's just like i'm willing to try and like some people that's never experienced vagina before it's just like okay well it's on a man so i feel comfortable so it's just it's, it's weird. It's always been like it's it's been more about sex sexual stuff, but absolutely. Yeah, but that's usually the men that I'm involved with. It's about the sexual. It's yeah. about that. It's not. Um, but with women, I'm it's been more so. Wow, I'm sure you can show me a whole different world. You seem so interesting and intriguing. I'm sure I can learn a lot from you. I love a man that I can learn a lot from. And it still could be sexual. Yeah. Like yeah. That's, that's just women don't have that gutter bucket. Not all. Some of them do. But <laughs> women don't have. Um, even like when women like when I like afford. Let me give you an example. So. Uh-huh. I put I'm by on my profiles now. Mm, on you my, better do it. <laughs> on, my, on my profile. So I get women hit me up. But our conversations do not go like men's conversation it's like they have more game yeah they have <laughs> way more finesse sexual right. finesse. they still want to fuck you they still want to do all of this <laughs> stuff but how they say it is not as vulgar as men because they are women and they know how to say it right they right. know how to be subtle they know 
the, the just the right amount of coyness, just the right amount of aggressiveness. I don't particularly like that. <laughs> right. You, you like the masculine. I, need you. I like right. I love male's approach because I like the direct. Like if you're just oh. trying to date me, then say I want to date. If you're yeah, trying women to fuck, confusing as fuck. Then yeah, if you just want to fuck, it's like you games. And then if one you time. or if you really got a nigga and you just trying to add me to the equation, because that happens too. They'll hit me up right. and they really got a nigga and they really right. want it to be a threesome. And right, like it, like then, like they'll be like, "Yeah, you are so fine." Blah 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 blah. Then pop up with like a random ass pussy video. Them rubbing their pussies, like what the fuck? Because then they still be seeing me as a man, so they probably like, "Oh, you probably live for this," and they'd be like, "Girl, like I don't know you." Right. <laughs> and see, I'm I'm a whore, so I don't worry about <laughs> that. Goes back back to the gay male fluidity <laughs> of relationships with me coming from. That world, the uh, gay side, gay male side yeah. of the world, I don't have the hangups. If I, if I want to fuck with you, send me that pussy pic, send me that dick pic, send me yeah. that. Get to that, get to that point so I can see if I like it. And especially pussy pic because because <laughs> pussy is not my natural inclination to like. Uh-huh. It got to look right. <laughs> you got a certain type of look that you look for. The aesthetic. Pretty. I, I, like I've never had a pussy, so it's certain but you ones. Have to have a look, right? Right. It's it has to be ones. shaved, or you okay with a bush, or 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 landy strip? Like, I, I mean, need shaved. Kind of I need shaved. Also, wax teeth. Yeah, Brazil. I need shaved. <laughs> Even on a trans man, I've never seen a trans man naked in person. Oh. But yes, it has to look right. <laughs> it has to smell right. What What is smelling right? Smell it right. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. It's I mean, to smell right. You know, pussy has a smell. I know pussy has a smell, but pussy clean. Un- There's a difference. There right. is a difference. I know it has a smell, but it doesn't need to smell like I want to go up in it. Like you're going to feel. <laughs> No, the fish side of fiesta. No, I don't want it to smell <laughs> like anything that's bad. So if your pussy is smelling like fish, then. Something's wrong with it because pussy don't naturally smell like fish. It smells yeah, like something, yeah, yeah. but it doesn't smell like fish. Yeah. So if I it got to be normal, I know I'm not expecting it to be like, oh, smells like water. <laughs> <Nothing> <laughs> I'm not expecting that. Fountain of you. Yeah, I'm not expecting that. <laughs> I, I'm a, I don't want it to be a smell that I'm like. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want that. And <laughs> I don't. I want it to look appealing. Like I want it. I don't know. Just pretty. Yeah, pretty yeah. pussy. I, there's some <laughs> pussies that look like roast beef, and I don't like that. Aww, but that don't mean it's like unclean. Oh no, no, no! I, but the, the weird looking pe- pussies out there. I, but even penises, I've seen penises that I don't like how they look. They look gross. Yeah, like the ones that are discolored, like the really, really pink heads and the really dark shaft. Like, where are you going? <laughs> like, do they, can they tattoo that for you? Like no, yeah, no, you can't be painful, but I mean, y'all could pierce it and stuff. The ones that are uncut that don't pull all the way back, like I like the ones that are big that are uncut, but you un you can when they get hard, you can pull the skin back. But the <laughs> ones that look like Arvard noses that don't pull all the way back, like oh, no. eater noses, Aunt eaters, no, <laughs> yeah. like I don't have time for any of that. But so it has to look right, like it has to look right, it has to be right. So I'd rather you show me. And so because I'm trying to explore, mm-hmm. I need you to be right. right. I need it to, it's, it's, I can't have 
that that possibility where this yeah. is not gonna happen again. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to make it the best experience. The I'm trying to give it the best chance of my <laughs> enjoyment. <laughs> so I want it to look right. I want her to be, and I don't want to like. Uh, it's I. It's fun when you're attracted to the person and yeah. you like what they have to offer. Yeah. It's, yeah. This is important. Simple. That's important. It's important. I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. It's uh, so, th- and they have back to what we were talking about. They have more finesse in their approach to me, uh-huh. but like I said, I like that more directness yeah, because I com- handle that more. I can handle that more. Yeah. I don't want because I don't want it to us to bullshit. I need to tell you what I'm trying to what I'm looking for. So if you're trying to dominate me, that's not gonna happen. I don't know um, why I'm just so excited for you to try pussy for some reason. I don't know if it's because I have be one. For everybody to try I'd just be so happy. I'd be like, if you never I'm tried it, like try us. it. I want everybody that tries trans woman. <laughs> don't try it. Oh, you never tried it? You're not allowed try to try it. And it's not necessarily with me, but somebody. You need to get somebody you like and try it. Just right. one just a good little time. It. And then I feel like, am I trying to get them to fetishize us? <laughs> just try it still. Right. You never um, know. You know, I, <laughs> I, I think that it's going to be with a cisgender woman. I think the first time that I deal with a vagina will be a cis woman. I, I think, think so. because you don't think so? Mm, I think it's going to be a trans man. It's not yeah, that many that are willing to say, okay, I like dick. Yeah, there's a difference between it liking dick and women. I mean, men like this person, you really attracted to them, then I will make a crap compromise. Like, you know, for Mm -hmm. you, I will, not for everybody else, but you know, for you, like, why, like, if you really like somebody, why can't you compromise? I'd rather not navigate their transness. Oh, yeah, that is that no no shade because you could you could have one of those moments like the trade, like, oh, this is love, and then afterwards. Now I feel messed up. My dysphoria is everywhere. This kind of fucked with me. I'm never going to do this yeah. again. I th- and another thing, I, I feel like where I'm at in the situation is borderline fetishy. <laughs> so i rather <laughs> experience it with someone who is willing to be that. Gotcha. You don't think a trans man will be willing to do that? I honestly can, I would agree if she said no. Because I feel like a lot of us be scared for our manhood to be taken away. So we don't right. want to admit that we be liking dick in us. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, and another thing, if I, this is my weirdness. If I be with a trans man, I want it to be a relationship. That's nothing weird. Well, yeah, yeah, that? nothing weird. Yeah, so I don't want the fetish part to come into play. I want right. to, I, the pussy fetish, because it's not a trans man fetish that I have. It's the right. pussy part. Mm-hmm. I want to experience the pussy without. Let me explore your body. Mm-hmm. Show me how to please you. Let me ex- explore it, and it's the exploration. And and it's not a disrespectful fetishy. Oh, that kind of I don't I don't know. I guess it it could be fetishy. I want to see how a pussy reacts. I want to yeah. see what this does, what this feels like when I do this, what happens when I do this, what happens. Yeah, I, isn't that how it isn't that how it starts? It starts as a fetish like when you're okay, when before you first had sex. Mm-hmm. You were like, "Well, no, I know how I was." I was like, "Oh, I wonder what dick would feel like." <laughs> You know, I, I wonder. I, I had like this whole fetishizing experience. Like I just, I wanted to watch Diamond be a whole lesbian. 
but see me when i was younger i wanted a relationship my intent the reason why i was slutting around was to get niggas to fall in love with me <laughs> it wasn't for me to just test out their dick I, well, for me that's what not, but like girl but why okay. <laughs> no i re- literally the dudes i messed with in my youth my intention was, pussy don't fail me now. Hey. I'm trying to turn a nigga out so he don't want nobody else. Hey. But me and only me. Hey. Right. Pussy don't fail me now. So that's what I wanted to do. I was trying. My intention was to let me give you all my tricks so I can show you that I'm the best. And you fall in love with me. Did that work? No. <laughs> but, but. Yeah, you you the best, but I don't want to be with a trans woman. <laughs> right. Damn, I wish my girl could do all the stuff you could do. <laughs> oh my god, that's how it that be. <laughs> but so, but this particularly isn't about love. It's not about love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about experimentation. Love. True tea. I feel like it would be different. I see why you would want to try with a cis woman, like somebody that don't have a lot of dysphoria and comfortable with their yes. body. And just, just like show me how to eat your pussy. Yeah. So when I get with my trans man, I know how to please him. And I'm, that's I, it. It's gotta be a, <laughs> it's gotta be a girl it. out there. So you wanna eat some pussy? <laughs> exactly. What's your number? Let me show you how to do it. You I wanna know. come to Pandora's box? <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, I've dealt with a lot of aggressive cis women, and it made me feel more comfortable to explore with them sexually. Because they were so comfortable. I know, but it's different. What cis women is willing to be with a trans woman? Some of them, I know some of them are, of course, but... Any, any, usually in the situation that I've come across, they were like, oh, that's a little too wild for me. But have you ever had an experience where you were with a woman, a, a cis woman, and afterwards they were like, what? I'm never going to do that bullshit again. This is crazy. And they had never. a moment. Oh, so it's only I was, I was the best head giver ever. No, I'm talking about after oh. they, I mean, they enjoy the experience while it's happening. They always hit but me back up. They never had a baby. <laughs> always hit me back up. Okay. <laughs> opposite so. with men. Yeah, it is. It's a men that. Uh, I can see that it, it's different. It's just a different type wait, of. Wait, 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 wait. I think I've experienced what you talk about, Mia, but they never came back. Well, no, that it's not that they'll never come back, but they have had an experience. Where they're like, you know what? I tried it out. This ain't me. Then a couple of months later, well, you that's know coming what? back. <laughs> that's coming back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was like, mm, I've had. I ain't never had it to where they never came back. Like, yes, they may not want to be in no relation and take me out to dinner like they did the first couple of dates, <laughs> but they came back trying to get it again. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> Well, I never, okay, so I never got to answer your question. Mm-hmm. When we were talking about um, the different ways that um, men fetishize you, or wh- mm-hmm. what was the question? It was like. Why they're with you. Why, why did they decide you? to be with you? Yeah, okay. So um, I had some, yeah, I had some, of course I have some guys that wanted to be with me um, sexually because they wanted to experiment. And then I had some guys that wanted to be with me because. Um, hell, it it was just something new. 
mm. or or they just really like my look and it was me particularly it wouldn't be so they say it's just it's me but you you never know because most it could of the be time, just you no because see you're different no listen listen i am different <laughs> it, it, it might have been but it's sometimes you know what I'm talking about, Diamond. You done got into a group and y'all get to go on through each other's phone and you be like, girl, you seen him, you seen him. And you be like, bitch, I thought he, he told me I was the only one. Nah, bitch, he told me I was the only one. Mm-hmm. And so most of them really be lying. But some guys, some guys do fuck with you just because it is you. But yeah. um, I've had experience experience with some guys that mm. were like, I was abused when I was like this one guy. Uh, I never did fuck with him, though, because it was real weird. Mm-hmm. Um, th- it was a guy that I met online, and he was telling me, he was like, I really want to get fucked. And <laughs> um, the reason why I want to get fucked is because when I was little, I used to get fucked by my uncle. Well, what? I used to get fucked by my uncle. My my mom would let my uncle watch me. And my, well, you know what? I'm not going to go into the graphics, but basically he used to get worried by his uncle and so now it affected him in his adulthood where it was something bad that happened to him then but he enjoyed it at one point because it happened too frequently and so now he he's Mm. trying to explore if this is something that i actually like or is this something that just happened to me right it goes back to you nothing you know what i said exploring sexual trauma so yeah that's happened to me and i I've had times where I was like, you really gay. <laughs> 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 like, you, like, no, because it's just like, I, I, like, if the, the first thing you go to is my piece, and that's all you're thinking about, and you're telling me, no titty sucks or not. Like, you're not gratifying <laughs> yeah. my womanhood oh in no my type God. of way. That's yeah. my favorite. Just get to the business. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, it's or whatever. But but you ain't never yeah. been with a guy, and you just like you want to know it's crazy. I think you though. Fuck with a guy. If I'm just fucking with you sexually, then <laughs> I I force myself not to think about that shit. Like I force myself. I'm just in this situation, enjoying it. I'm not trying to think about why you here. Yeah. Why you you here, motherfucker? Are you gonna make me nut? How are you gonna get this nut out? So I'm not thinking about if you gay, if you now, if you force it on me, like, for example, if mm, like, say I'm standing over you and you suck in my dick mm-hmm. and you get to saying, oh, yeah, this tranny cock all down my throat make me feel like a, a slutty faggot. Um, yeah, oh, that's what then you're forcing that. me to deal with it. You're forcing right. me to you fucking up my mindset. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, you're fucking up my mindset. You're fucking up my fantasy in this situation. You're fucking it up by calling me faggots, by calling me, not calling me faggot, calling me tranny. And now and, I'm soft. And, right. And soft <laughs> you're just ruining my fantasy in the situation. Yeah. So if you just be quiet, why you want to be on your knees sucking my dick does not matter. All right. I know is that you are sucking it and it feels great and we're enjoying we're having a love session. <laughs> we're having a session. Don't say anything. That's why I don't like really I like you to moan and stuff. Like I like you to give me an indication that you, it's feeling good. Yes. Say yes. God, this shit feel good. But 
giving me too many words and you start giving me like when like say start I'm moaning like fish <laughs> all that my leg Baby. <laughs> all that's my like, leg what? or if you fucking me say you fucking me you pounding me from the back doggy style boom 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 yeah bitch take this dick that turns me off i don't like to be dominated even though this is a dominating position. I'm the same way, though. Like, don't call. Like, we having a good moment. It's where now you be like, yeah, bitch, you like that way. Yeah, what? No, no. I have I a Monique like moment. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So, and and this is a dominating position. You, I'm in the doggy style, face down, ass up. You banging my shit. Bam, 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 bam. But I don't like you to say dominating things it, it feels uncomfortable it feels late and i don't like it it makes so me don't feel do like it. i need my coin <laughs> see that's Cause what because i don't want to feel what, like oh, i'm being you this training cock yeah this training cock that makes me feel like i need a coin <laughs> like, oh this where, is a session did i get my rate <laughs> I went, can you put my rate on the counter before we continue can you put my rate on the counter please <laughs> You want to know what's interesting? What? Uh, when I saw Mia, it was like, oh my gosh, she's pretty. And then I then I saw, I realized she was trans. I found out she was trans. And I was like, oh, that's a plus then. And I feel like she thought at first because she was trans is why I fucked with her. But it was actually because I found her intriguing. And then the fact that she was trans was a plus. Okay, so um, that's not the reason why I thought you fucked with me because we were trans. But I thought we had talked about this before. Z, you said the reason why we fucked you fucked with me is because low key was kind of experimenting. And yeah, I was, but I, it was but I saw you. I was like, oh, cool. And then I was and like, we okay, both this were is somebody to each other. But I didn't <laughs> think that you were attracted to me just because I was trans. So, but I do feel like it did make us way more comfortable because being in public, being like sharing those type of feelings with each other, like. Being able to relate on so many levels, I feel like brought us a lot closer. So the transness did have a part to play in us being close, yes. But that was not a specific, like, oh, he's a trans man. Well, definitely going to date him. Girl, I didn't say that was the case. <laughs> I was saying on my part, not not everybody just going to be like, oh, you can show me a whole new world. It could be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm attracted to you. Oh, you're trans, that's plus. I am too. Cool. What's yeah, up? that's how yeah. I felt. Well, that's how I felt, Z. Cool. Mm, that makes sense. <laughs> so, because of this special moment that you motherfuckers are <laughs> showing me. Thank you so much, bitches. Because so, it's a special moment. I don't want my my exploration, exploration time, the time that I have to take to explore the female anatomy. I don't want that to ruin that moment for me when I do get in a relationship with a trans man. Mm -hmm. So I don't want him to feel fetished. I want to know that I got it. I can do right. this. Because I'm almost, it's almost like I'm intimidated by a vagina. I've dealt with penis. <laughs> no, really. I know what she means because I was too at first. I know. I've dealt with <laughs> penis. Because it's something foreign. It's like, okay, I don't know. I know how to please a penis. I know the stroke. I know the tricks. But this right here, what the fuck you do with this? <laughs> exactly. And, and you know what? When we was, when we have, when we had our moments, I kind of felt like Z was like, okay, bitch, you must not be attracted to me. You're making me feel kind of weird because you're not really <laughs> doing what I'm doing. Like, you're not, it doesn't seem like you're interested in it. But it wasn't like they was kind of like, okay, um, this is new to me. 
but I don't want to mess with your dysphoria. I don't want to touch you in a certain type of way. We never had those conversations. Like yeah. we never had those sexual conversations. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> yeah, like so if I do, I don't want to trigger you. I'm open to everything, but ain't right. Right. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, we gotta explore this conversation. Yes, yes, yes. I'm glad we're here. So, <laughs> so like when we, like I, I was talking to this trans man. Trans man said he liked this woman, this girl he used to date prior to him dating me. Um, he liked the way she gave him head because she sucked his dick like a dick. Second. Yeah, yeah. And not like eating a pussy. Yeah. Right. And I was like. I want to eat pussy like eating a pussy. So how do how do I suck it like a dick and it's not a dick? And then how do I get into that? Okay, so let me tell you. <laughs> it's cool, me. Baby. Okay, so look, yeah. <laughs> what's the tea? <laughs> what's that tea? Spit so what tea. you doing? <laughs> I hate y'all. Nope, that ain't it, Brandon, bitch. That's not it. That's, That's not, not, it. not the motion, bitch. That's going to be irritated. <laughs> That's going to be irritated. Come on, be a teacher. <laughs> Let me make the mood right. Stop. <laughs> make the mood right. So, you know, when when trans men on testosterone. They have a little pee-pee. Right. So, since it's bigger, what you do is you push the lips aside. Uh You make sure that the penis, the smaller penis, is pushed out a little bit. But sometimes not because it's sensitive. Think about it as an uncircumcised dick. That's what it is. If it's it's pushed back too much, sometimes it could be too much. It could be too sensitive. So, Uh you just push the lips back so you can really just get into it. And it's kind of hard. And so, you get the second. You got to get really, really close. So, your face might be kind of like moisture and all that. Because you know, <laughs> you no know, transmit so, a little bit lubricant. So wait, stop right there. Okay, no, stop in. right there. Wait, uh-huh. wait, wait. Stop right there. So right there <laughs> is where I'm scared that I'll be turned off. No, because you you said that you're more of an oral person. I so am. baby, if you burn it out like you're supposed to. The way that they're responding, you're not gonna oh, be worried about all okay. that. Okay, so but the yeah. thing is, everybody's different. Some people, every, some people like the whole thing stimulated with their right. mouth. You know what I mean? That. So me, I like suck and the whole thing stimulated, but I mostly like suck though. Okay. So that's my first go-to. Okay. So like, yeah, but it just depends on what the person correct, like. So, so okay, so for you. You can suck, you can suck me and get me off, but if you suck me and do all the other part, you great. Yeah, gotcha. Right, okay. you got to find that person's spot. It's mm, so that's that part. And I don't know if I'm in that moment right there where it's all squishy and it, it, <laughs> like right now I'm like mm, I don't know if I want to be in that situation. No, because you won't listen. It was, okay. Listen, the squishy. Don't think about the squishy because. <laughs> <laughs> School me, bitch. Come on, I'm listen, okay, all so ears. Listen, when you when you when you make it lubricated with your mouth, it, you, it like a wet, slappy yeah, hair, like, like when like, you sucking like, a dick. Don't think about the squishiness. But just think about it, it's like that's all your your saliva. Because if you think about it, it's all squishy because of their juices, you kind of like, oh wait a minute, nah, Z, don't look at me like that. I didn't say I'm nothing. I'm not trying to trigger nothing. Z, look, I'm I didn't even look. Like, I was just okay, listening. Girl. You did. I if, know. If I we can stop having a conversation if it's getting no, uncomfortable. I'm no, not, I'm not. I'm not, not that type okay. of person. Well, 
So <laughs> what helped me was I just I just thought about it like I'm I'm just giving him really really sloppy head and it's all coming and most of it was coming from me too so I couldn't distinguish him in my in my mouth so right. it was like okay since I can't distinguish it I'm not gonna think about it and I'm just gonna give him head and it's pleasing him so it was okay. worn out. the thing is. Whenever I get head, it's like I'm I'm standing up, so mm-hmm. that that natural wetness won't really get in your mouth if you just stimulate it or lit or whatever okay. you want to call it. Well, you've not always been standing up, then. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, but you know it depends on how you do it. Depends it. on where it starts. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, but I see why people will be intimidated you, by vagina, though. I really get it. I and really it's get not it. because it's like it's just it's not because it's you nasty. Use, it's I'm just used to different. a penis. Yeah. Like I can tell you where to rub a penis. I can tell you how to rub it. I can tell, you know, if it's this type of dick, like if it's a little girthy right here, but the head is like this, this is gonna be a better stroke for him. Like oh, I got really? it down to a technique, even to the type of dicks. So when I go to a vagina, it's like I don't even know where to start here. Like, of course, you know, the clit and parts. and But like you said, like, there's other parts that still can be simulated. Like, I thought it was just a clit. I didn't know it was other parts. Like, I know it's other parts that you can see, but I didn't know which ones are sensitive, which can make you come if you touch them, or it just feels good to be touched. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so many things that I'm like, I don't know. Then you got the parts on the inside, the G-spot on the inside. Then you got... You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's so many things that I'm like, yeah. I'm not an expert it's- in this. So that's why I said... If I meet somebody who will allow me to explore, explore, it will be something. Yeah, I feel like a cis woman will be more open to that. Yes. Because they'll be more comfortable in their entirety. Right. Right. And then if I already know it with her, like if she teach me how to do stuff, I can easily transfer those techniques to a trans man if I meet. Yeah, you got to get comfortable. It would be dope if you could meet somebody, a trans man, that was open. and they. I'm open. I'm very open. So I just don't. I, ain't no it just scares the fuck out of me. I'm not going to even lie to you. Ain't no scares me to death. At the moment, right? Shut up. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm open, though. I'm very Push open. Push through. Push through. <laughs> But usually ones that I meet that are open are not your go-tos. They are. Not your sexy chocolate. And they ain't even got to be chocolate. Just (laughs) my type. Be light-skinned and cute. Or be... And sometimes they be fetishy. Like, I feel like I'm being stalked. Like, they get real. (laughs) Is it a different fetishy type? No, like a trendy chaser. Like, like, you know how you feel? Like, a nigga that like you genuinely and then the chasers, it feels like that. Like, it don't matter. You just got a dick, so I want to fuck you. I meet meet the ones like that, too. Where they're fetishizing me, too. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be the one to fetish. Listen, I don't want that from a trans man. That that they're too close to my circle. With a cis woman, uh, I, they won't be in my circle at all. You talking about we're, reputation and if, now. She, if she gives me the consent to explore like that, and I don't want to know her, I don't want to run into her at a conference. I don't want to mm. like. I don't want to know <laughs> nah, her. I'm gonna find you one. <laughs> I'm gonna find you a real freak. <laughs> I'm like, just let me, <laughs> like, you know, just explore. Let me explore. Teach. 
da da da. So it's, if you're listening, it's somebody I know. It it's is more cis women than you think. Yeah, I know. No, no, yeah. I don't think it's not. I just have to find mm-hmm. the right one. Because she got a whole friend that's a lesbian, a trans woman. She's a lesbian, and I think her girlfriend is like a stud. Oh, no, I'm not. I don't think I can not find it. And it's not uh-huh. like I'm really trying extremely right. hard. Gotcha. I'm just letting people, and also I don't approach people either. So I'm letting people approach me, and most of the cis women that approach me, they think I'm cis too. So oh. when they find I'm trans, some of them is not cool with it at all. Oh. They're like, "Oh no, I like just regular women." <laughs> oh, I like <laughs> pussy. Then, I'm yeah. And then, <laughs> then you'll see some, and That's then the crazy. ones that I that. The one that does have a conversation with me, like, I'm not really attracted to them. So like, they're a little type? out of my... Ain't um, it interesting? What's your type for f- women? Oh, um... And you never told us. She said Amber Rose is... I did. So, face body and Amber Rose, Lapita Nyong'o. Who is that? Lapita. The and Black Panther. Girl and Black Panther. Oh, the, the Lapita. The Queen. Not Angela Bassett, but... His girl. T'Challa's oh, girlfriend. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, okay. Chocolate Goddess. Yes, her, um, the Afro Latina one. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Bye. That would be easy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a body type that I like. It's that thick, juicy, big. You know, big Amber at Rose, the bottom. You Got know, a nice set of jugs. No, 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 no. I I much I like bottom heavy girls. Yeah, got you. Top heavy. Got um, you. I can deal with some titties if you have them, but. I don't need them, but thick thighs and booty. Yeah, mm. if I was gonna, not, not too big. Mm. Just um, right. That's figure, small but if you like, if you plus size, like figure eight shape. You know, there's that kind of Ashley Graham kind of plus size. I can deal with that too. Come on, like model fish. Yeah. Mm. Whereas, it's you're talking about make type Americans. Uh, American most time. Oh Lord, come on with your mouth. Yeah, Ashley. I think her name is Ashley Graham. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Not you can be thick. Um, sh- shaved it has to be bald. I don't like hair. I don't even like hair on dudes. So I don't want so not just like a landing strip. It has to be completely bald. I'm not that picky, but I don't want a bush either. Right. You just uh, want like, a bad bitch with a nice pussy. Yes. <laughs> basically. basically. I, I like, oh, I like. Um, <laughs> she like the bad bitch. <laughs> I don't know the parts of the vagina. So the labia is the lips, right? No. No, okay, the lips then, are just yeah. the lips, baby. <laughs> right, so that the was the part that. Is what covers the Yeah, clip. it's the labia. My yeah. Right, it's yeah, the labia yeah. that covers the clip, right? I was right. <laughs> I thought you meant the lips. lips. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there, the, what's the part that has the hair on it outside of that? The little part right here. Here's the slit. These two meaty parts right here. The lips. Not the lips. The, like the part that's connected to your leg. Oh. <laughs> I'm about to show y'all. Show me a diagram. <laughs> yes. a di- <laughs> I just got confused. I'm auto. Let's go. Um, <laughs> it's a very complex um, area, so I see why people would be like, oh, "This is I'm used to this." So, so there's no part of the anal that stimulates <laughs> the vagina. <laughs> 
I feel like that wouldn't do it. Like, I've heard some women say, oh, yeah, getting fucked in my ass makes my pussy wetter. But then it's like, I be thinking, ain't no G-spot there. I mean, ain't no, uh, what's it Prostate. called? Prostate. there. So, like, how would that make it enjoyable? Okay, look, come look. This part right here. What is this part? These meaty parts right here. No, this, you see how it's one on this side? It's one on this side and one on this side. That meaty part. But it goes all the way up to the front right here. This is not a good angle. No, that's not the lids. Okay, boom. Here it goes. Here's a perfect one. So this pussy right here. What? You got to pay for it. Okay, well, you can see it in the picture. You see that meat part right there and right there. But the you gotta see the live vagina in the porn to see what I'm talking about. Let's see. Let's. Hi, y'all don't know the name of it. Like I like that to be meaty. <laughs> so okay, boom. So here's ugh, this white dick, gross. <laughs> So, pause. God. These parts. Oh, you just like fat lip. You just like a fat I lip. like that part to be fat. No, fat pussy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> fat cat. So. Yes. I get what you mean. Just real. Real meaty fat. right there. Yes. Yeah. Camel toe down. Yeah. <laughs> no so. skinny, small pussies. To be fat. fat pussy. No. Yeah, like that. What it, I don't know what that part called. It's not the lips. It's just that meat where the hair grows. That yeah. meat right yeah. there. When that's fat, like when dudes touch it and it that whole section moves, it's kind of sexy. <laughs> Wear it out. So that, that's yeah, I never that's got into it like that. So I'm, I'm excited for you. Try it. You know. <laughs> I think Diamond's gonna get her life. It's gonna be a time where we'll she's like, "Well, y'all, bitch, I finally tried pussy." <laughs> <laughs> Name uh, the episode. I'll go back to <laughs> <laughs> dick. <Nah. laughs> you um, never know. You never know. I'm hooked. Um, no more dick. <laughs> uh, okay. So. Watch that and become a lesbian. Not a whole lesbian. <laughs> please be. Please become a lesbian. Let my lesbian wife be rich <laughs> and a, a black feminist. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. That would be everything. So we can get this money. All right, so that's the end of this show. Oh. We done talked about everything. <laughs> we really have. How are we talking about a trans man being nominated? Yes, we started off and we cleared it to this. <laughs> we went from the serious to the good stuff. <laughs> All right, y'all. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye, y'all. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamond, S-T-Y-L-Z, at gmail.com. 
And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye bye. You gonna say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little